You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. One of the things that is constant about life is change. If you look at life, you'll notice that change is this ongoing motion that just naturally seems to occur. Even in our day-to-day, we'll notice that there are some times that are better than others. And so the idea of stability, the idea of everything just being stopped and straight line, basically, if you were to think of it on a graph, is kind of a myth, really, because everything kind of ebbs and flows. And some of the change is just... Because we're living in this interdynamic world and we're social creatures, so we interact with others. And as others make new decisions about themselves, things just around us are constantly changing. And yet change will come from within us as well. You know, even when things are going well for me, there's things that I will notice that I would like to improve upon. That, you know, I would like to make things difference in such a way that things get a little bit better again and of course if things aren't going well then I have a real sense that I would like things to be different and so change is something which is happening all around us and is touching our lives but change is also something that we will often want as well we'll look around us or we'll look within us And we'll spot things that we would like to be different. Now, one of the things about change is we can sometimes get into a situation where we need to incentivize that change. And so in this episode, I'm going to give you something that marketers use in order to incentivize change. Now, when you think about it, The people who know most how to incentivize change are marketers, advertisers. You know, you're sat there, you're perfectly happy. Next thing, there's a new chocolate bar that's just been released. It's advertised on the TV. And the job of those advertisers is to try and incentivize change. You normally buy this chocolate bar, but now they want you to buy that one. And so they're going to try and incentivize change. And you'll notice this with, with all marketing, with all advertising, that what the, the people who are paid a lot of money in order to, to, uh, to make up these advertising campaigns, really what their job is, is to try and incentivize change in you so that you do something new or you do something different. And I suppose in terms of the changes we want in our own life, then that's really what would be good if we could do that for ourselves as well. Now, one of the questions I often ask when contemplating a change, either to myself or with the people that I work with, is to ask, what difference will that change make? And it's a good question because You'll often find that when you dig into the change, there's a whole host of changes over and above that individual change that you want to make. So as you change one thing, 
you'll notice that there's lots and lots of other changes that happen as a result of that, that there are actually lots of benefits. And so by asking that simple question, what difference would it make? Or even what differences will it make, you know, going into the plural? Then you can get a good sense of all the many benefits that might come about from this change. Now, when the advertisers and the marketing people ask this question, this implicit question, because they don't ask it directly like I tend to do, there are four different categories that if you read an advert, they'll often go into. And so you can use their skills for yourself to incentivize your own change. So in order to kind of demonstrate the benefits of making this change, you can identify four different types of benefits that you can get from the change that you're thinking of making. The first one is financial benefits. The second one is emotional benefits. The third is physical benefits. And the fourth is what you might call spiritual benefits. So let's say, for instance, that you were thinking of making a change, for instance, in terms of, I don't know, maybe it's your self-confidence. Maybe you want to get rid of that self-critic and you'd like to replace it with a cheerleader instead. Now, if you were to do that, what would the change what would the benefits of the change be? How do you incentivize that change? Well, let's take each of them in turn. So we'll use that example that you want to get rid of the self-critic, that you want to have a cheerleader instead. So that the voice in your head, which is currently kind of criticizing you, maybe that that's something that's really supportive and encouraging instead. So the first one of those four is financial benefits. So what would the financial benefits be of converting that critic into a cheerleader? Well, you can see there that, you know, imagine if you had a cheerleader instead of somebody putting you down all the time. Maybe you'd have the confidence and the permission to take opportunities to advance yourself. Maybe when something kind of sparked an interest and it's an opportunity your impulse would be to go for it and probably is at the moment. But maybe at the moment that cell critic says, well, who the hell are you to do that? Or you could never do that. Or just says something to kind of limit your confidence at going forward. And so perhaps at the moment you don't. And so without this self critic and having a cheerleader that supports and encourages you instead, you can see that there's a good chance that you might move forward and take up opportunities, even feel that you deserve the good stuff in life. So no longer kind of mess it up when it does come along. And so you can see there's a lot of financial benefits there in terms of making that change, because if you pursue opportunities with confidence and with permission, then the likelihood is that you will advance yourself and there will be some financial benefits as a result. So that's the first one, financial benefits. The second one is emotional benefits. So what emotional benefits would come from losing this self-critic? Well, you'd likely feel more content with life, maybe. You'd feel happier with who you are. You'd 
maybe feel a little bit safer. Maybe you'd feel, you know, you'd feel more at ease. And maybe you'd be having better relationships as well. It's hard to really be present with other people in life when you're listening to this critic. And so perhaps your relationship with friends, with family would be better. Perhaps your relationship with new people that you meet as well. You wouldn't have this critic saying, oh, what did you say that for? Or that was a stupid thing to say. Or they probably think you're an idiot at this point. I mean, that's a tough voice to to be with. So without that critic, with a cheerleader instead, you know, perhaps your relationships with current and new people would be better as well. So that's financial benefits and emotional benefits. Now, the third one is physical benefits. Well, imagine if you didn't have this exhausting voice, you'd feel refreshed, you'd feel energised because your energies aren't spent on self-criticism anymore. You wouldn't have that tension, so your body would probably more likely move into calm and your nervous system would be just all about rest and restoration, doing its job to keep you well. You know, maybe your digestion would be better. Your blood pressure might be lower. You'd have lower cortisol in the blood. You might be sleeping better. And so when you dig into it, this one change brings about all of these physical benefits too. Now, the final one is a little bit more vague, but still an important one, which is spiritual benefits. So we've done financial, emotional, physical, and now the spiritual benefits. Like what would the spiritual benefits be? Like just in terms of how you carry yourself in the world. Well, maybe if you got rid of this self-critic, you'd be kinder to yourself. I'm sure you would be. You'd be calmer. Perhaps also you'd be kinder to others. You might be a better partner, a better friend. Maybe you appreciate the joy in life because you haven't got this negative voice with you all the time. Maybe you live with a sense of peace and contentment. And so you can see there that this one change where you notice, you know, I'd like to get rid of this this critical self that's talking to me a lot and replace it with a cheerleader. The benefits when you dig into it in the way that a marketer would to incentivize change become really attractive. And so let's have a recap. We saw how change is a constant and even when things are going well, there's things that we noticed that we would like to improve. And we saw that marketers are really probably the kind of key profession at trying to get us to incentivize change. And we saw the example with the chocolate bar. We normally eat that chocolate bar, and now they're telling us that this chocolate bar is available, it's new. And so they're trying to incentivize the change from that product to this one. And so we saw four different ways in which a marketer would incentivize change and that we can actually steal that and borrow it and use it for the changes that we want in our life instead. And the four different areas, and you can do this as an exercise yourself on any change you like, you can simply write down these four headers and go through them one by one and have a little have a little brainstorm in terms of what it is that you would that you would expect would come from this change. So the first one, financial benefits. How does your financial life improve? Secondly, our emotional benefits. How does your emotional and relational life improve? 
the physical benefits, what's going to happen in terms of your health, your body, and all of those kind of things if this change happens. And finally, your spiritual life, just your sense of how you carry yourself in the world, what you appreciate in the world, how kind of calm and compassionate you are to yourself and others. So those four things are financial, emotional, physical and spiritual benefits. And by borrowing that technique that you'll notice now that marketers use all the time, you can pick the problem that you want to solve. You can pick the change that you want to make and go through this exercise in order to incentivize that change in exactly the same way as a world-class marketer would do. If you found this episode useful, please do share it so other people can get the benefits as well. If you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry, and you can find more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And of course, you don't have to be local to me because I work online, so you can be based absolutely anywhere. And of course, please subscribe to the podcast as well, because it's absolutely free and it means that you'll never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening and I'll see you again on the next one.